Welcome to Mondays with Melissa. Join us every Monday to talk about health, wellness, mom life, faith, hope, and anything in between. I'm your host, Melissa Rolfs. I'm a holistic health and life coach, and I help women break free from sugar and stress eating so they can be calm, confident, and in control. After my own tumultuous journey with food, sugar, and stress eating, I found freedom, and my heart and my desire is for you to find freedom too. So let's start on the journey. Hello, and welcome to Mondays with Melissa. I'm super glad that you're here. I hope everybody has had a good weekend. And today we're going to dive into should you go gluten-free? And really this week and next, I kind of want to dive into these quote unquote health trends around going gluten-free and dairy-free and share some information that will be helpful in you making an educated decision on if this is the right choice for you. If you know me or you listen to me or you followed me, you know, I don't believe that one size fits all. I don't believe that what works for one works for all. I believe that we're all unique and different and our bodies are all different and have different ways of processing things. So this is really just to provide a little bit of education around what gluten is today and see if it might be something that would be beneficial for you and or your family members. So we have been gluten and dairy free, gosh, for probably 12 11 years now, over 10 years, I can say that confidently. Um, Our daughter was diagnosed with gluten intolerances when she was a toddler, and we've been living this way since then. We did decide to all go this route just for ease, convenience. I didn't want to have to make more than one meal, so it just seemed like the easiest route to get everybody on board with such a big change. I mean, I remember feeling really kind of overwhelmed in the beginning and wondering if this was possible, if it would work, and really didn't have a lot of information on what gluten even was. So let's dive in and I can share some things I've learned for with you to hopefully help you on your journey and make things a little bit easier should you find yourself either exploring this possibility or needing to take this route for you or your family. So what exactly is gluten? Well, gluten is a protein and it's prevalent in wheat, barley, and rye. And oats do not contain the gluten protein. However, it is important to note that they can be cross-contaminated during manufacturing. So if you are going to explore gluten-free, try gluten-free, you want to select oats that are specifically labeled as such. You wanna look for that gluten-free label. So why would you want to consider avoiding gluten? Well. There are a few reasons. The first one is most foods that contain gluten are highly processed, which typically means that they are devoid of high quality nutrients that nourish your body. That's one reason, but that's the case for a lot of our foods that are highly processed, which is a lot of our food supply for sure. The other thing to note is that gluten acts like glue on the intestinal tract by gluing down the villi that beat to keep the intestinal tract modal and healthy. And the motility of the intestinal tract maintains regularity and the villi help absorb the nutrients. So it kind of prevents that from being as effective. And avoiding gluten can lower the overall systemic inflammatory reaction of the body. Inflammatory. I can't language today. 
haven't had enough coffee, apparently. <laughs> this may help alleviate or prevent neurological conditions such as depression and schizophrenia since the gut and the brain are deeply interconnected and they absolutely are. So the really interesting thing about our journey with gluten-free was we went to the Allergy Associates in La Crosse, Wisconsin. We did the blood testing. We did the prick testing. And I do not believe that gluten showed up on any of those, but they do another type of testing that I think they might be the like one of the exceptions for because I haven't found it in anywhere else that we've lived, but they do the drop testing, the simulation testing where they will put drops of the allergen under the tongue and see how you respond. And when we did gluten with our daughter, it really, her behavior dramatically changed. And so that connection between the gut and the brain is very, very key and very important to note. And I think the really great thing to note is that gluten, like when we started our journey, there weren't as many options. And now it's so much easier to avoid gluten than it was back when we started. It's easy to prepare meals at home with gluten-free ingredients when you're eating out, you want to research the restaurants with gluten-free menus and ask servers to confirm the ingredients in the meal that you select are gluten-free. I think most restaurants are pretty good about indicating that. There is also a really great app called Find Me Gluten-Free. You can type in the zip code of where you want to eat and it'll pull up the gluten-free restaurants around you, which is pretty, pretty snazzy. Um, make sure that you're always putting gluten-free snacks in your bag, your briefcase, your purse, your child's backpack. So you always have gluten-free food available on the go. So there really are a lot of delicious foods that you can eat without gluten. I know that when we kind of started this journey with our family, there was a little bit of grief and a little bit of sadness around this because we had grown up, my husband and I, on so much food with gluten and had so many great memories associated with foods that had gluten. And so I think if you can kind of remove that emotional piece it's really not as big of a deal. Definitely let yourself feel that, let yourself process that. I'm not saying stuff it or push it down by any sort of means. Acknowledge the feeling, but don't stay stuck in that because I think if we had stayed stuck in that, we wouldn't be where we are. And we really are doing pretty well on the gluten-free journey if, if I do say so myself. So some things that might be helpful for you would be to choose a day to go through your pantry and kind of look at where gluten is and maybe, you know, put the gluten items on one side of the table and then use my handy cheat sheet. I'm going to provide you to find some swaps of things that are gluten-free and kind of do some swapping. So your pantry is prepared, navigate any questions that you have about whether food is gluten-free or not work through any emotions that come up as you go through this process, which I already touched on, and track your progress to determine if your physical symptoms are getting better as a result of eating gluten-free. And I would also recommend you to even track your mental and emotional systems. I know for me, it's not so much of a physical symptom that I feel when I've had gluten, but I get anxious. I'm more depressed. It really affects my moods more than anything. And that was the case with our daughter as well. So just kind of make note of that, keep track, you know, gluten is one of those top seven foods that people are more likely to be intolerant to. Um, and a lot of times associated with that, we have things like we're exhausted, we're, we're bloated, we maybe have, have bowel issues, maybe we 
are moody. Like there are so many indicators of having a food intolerance versus an allergy. So even if you were to go to an allergy clinic and get tested for this and you don't have a true allergy, it's not going to show up because there's a difference between an allergy and an intolerance. And I think that intolerances are the things that we're maybe not aware of. Maybe they're just the things that we accept as normal, like being fatigued and being bloated and crampy and moody. And that's just really not normal at all. That's not the way that God designed you to live. So I have a gluten-free quick reference guide I'm going to supply in the show notes. Feel free to grab that. It's got some foods that are naturally gluten-free, some gluten-free substitutes. It's just kind of a nice cheat sheet that I wish I would have had when we were starting our journey. So I would love to give that to you. If you have any questions at all about starting this journey of going gluten-free, you want to know a little bit of our story. If there's anything I can do to help, let me know. If you find yourself feeling overwhelmed and stressed and it's making you turn to food for relief, let me know. Schedule a finding freedom from, excuse me, feel good without food strategy session. Sorry, I was got caught up looking at my notes there. I will put a link for that in the show notes as well, because I want you to know that you can be free from the struggle with food. And I think a big part of that is noticing our emotions around it for sure, but also noticing how foods make us feel because if foods don't make us feel good, and then we're turning to food for relief, we're kind of stuck in this cycle. So sometimes we need somebody to be able to look at our situation objectively and maybe speak some truth and shed some light on things that we're doing that we might not be aware of. So if that would be helpful for you, I will put a link in the show notes. would love to chat with you. would love to help you feel good without food. I'll put the gluten-free resource guide in here as well. And I can't wait to talk to you next week when we dive into dairy. All right, bye for now. Hello, hello. You may know that I am a holistic health and life coach and I love to do the work that I do. I love to help women learn easy new strategies they can use to feel better instead of turning to food for relief. And part of my journey is recovering from turning to food to feel better. I would go to food when I was stressed or overwhelmed or exhausted or bored or sad or lonely or depressed or fill in the emotion and I would go to food. And I found freedom from that and I want you to find freedom from that too. That is why I am hosting a workshop on how to feel good without food and I would love nothing more than for you to join me there. If you resonate with my story, if you find yourself turning to food instead of doing other things to feel better, join us. I'll put a link in the show notes and I can't wait to see you there. Hello, beautiful. Do you struggle with food? If you struggle with food, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about when I say that you have tried counting calories, you've counted points, you've counted macros, you've done CrossFit, yet regardless of what you do, you can't get the scale or your pant size to budge. You feel stuck, you don't know what to do because you've tried it all. I guarantee there's one thing you haven't done or been taught yet. That's why I'm so excited to bring you this 15-minute video to learn what the missing piece is for you. Grab my video, Find Freedom from the Food Struggle for Good, via the link in the show notes, and get started on your journey of freedom with food. You can be free from the struggle with food, and I guarantee that. Can't wait for you to get this resource. Get it now via the link in the show notes.
chances are good if you are catching this episode, you are likely aware that the podcast has been paused. However, I am still coaching and helping teen girls and women find freedom from the struggle with food. I would love to invite you to stay connected with me on my website, my Facebook, my Instagram, my LinkedIn. All those links are in the show notes. You can also grab a copy of my book, Finding Freedom. Or if you would like to schedule your own free personalized food struggle assessment call, please schedule using the link in the show notes as well. One last gift for you is a quick 15 minute video on how to find freedom from the food struggle for good. And that link is included as well. So thank you for being a part of the journey. I appreciate you. I'm so glad that you're here and I will look forward to being in touch on other platforms. Bye for now.